it's Jen the Builder. And Corey. And you are listening to Take the Elevator. Let's take it. We got some floors to get to today. Right? And I was just thinking, someone congratulated us on, hey, congrats on 200. That's a big deal. Yeah. I'm like, 200 what? (laughs) It really really did not dawn on me what this friend was talking about. But yeah, huge deal. So thank you to everyone who's been on almost every floor. Yeah. You know, that's amazing. My God, it's 200. To, to know that we've had 200 episodes, that's no easy task. Trust me, I will tell you. Right. So we should have been actually one more episode into this. I had to not record on Wednesday. So if you try to find us on YouTube, I apologize I actually had some urgent things to take care of um, that were unavoidable. Her health. Yes. <laughs> and I have put uh, my health on the back burner at times or have said, no, not now, later, because I've got this to do, whether it be work, school, whatever that is. And that's been something I am saying no to. I am not going to say no to taking care of me. That's right. That's a good deal. Yeah. So... Our last episode, Corey, we got a lot of good feedback, right? These questions, and we were just kind of answering them. It is unbelievable that it is now October 31st, and we've had about 31 days into our 90-day plan. Oh, yeah. Wow. (laughs) That went by super fast. It really did. It's already been a month, and so I'm having to recall, you know, how has the last month been? What intentions did we set um, set forth? Have we made progress? So I'm excited to say that we have. We'll talk about that more later. But this one question we were going to do last week was, in the last five years, what have you become better at saying no to? So I just shared what I am committed to saying no to, and that's saying no to not taking care of me. Right. What about you? Um, I have become better at saying no to the science and i know that's going to yeah yes everyone's gonna be like what did he just say i said it and and guys i don't say that to all science i just say that to the science that is being pushed down our throats all of a sudden one day out of the blue and Mm. that's not good for anyone that's not good for us that's not good for any other country that's not good for uh, our children. And so I, I'm just, you know, learning how to say no. Um, if you haven't done all the science on it, then no thanks. I love that. So you're not about the quick science, no data, but here's the answer. Right. And then, and, and here's the problem because later on the real science comes out and it proves to be something completely and totally different, which is, is that science? I think not. Because I'm of the school of thought that science has to do with impactful research. Yeah. Uh, over and over and right. over and over. Testing it out. Yeah. Experimenting. Kind of what Einstein was doing with the light bulb. Yes. And look at the light bulb. It has not failed us. <laughs> <laughs> it's still very much a thing, right? Absolutely. So, yeah, that that's my thing that I've... Uh, Come to say no to. I love it. I love it. And it's really done wonders for our lives and our health. You know, speaking of 
health and making decisions. And, yeah. And just being careful, not quick to react, but waiting for the science to happen. Slow to speak, slow to anger, quick to listen. Ah, love it. Okay, so the next question that we'll stick to the five-year one is, in the last five years, man, five years, what new belief, behavior, or habit has improved your life? Oh, man. Okay, so this is going to be one of those things that sounds almost repetitive, but I've just learned how to say no. And I and I and that's like a newfound belief system that that I've acquired. Let me explain. So nine times out of ten, I don't have a problem with saying no. Mm-hmm. Like if there's something I really don't want to do, somewhere I don't want to go, something I don't want to eat, it's very easy for me to say, No, thank you. Yeah. I'm fine. But there is this new breed of people that don't take no for an answer. And so they'll re ask the question or negotiate the question so that you can say yes, somehow, some way. And if you're not a strong individual, which I thought I was stronger than this in the beginning, because I was like, Oh, well I said no. So no, but if someone is posing it different ways and really pushing the issue, you're like, okay, yeah, fine. I'll I'll just try. Mm. And so, no, I need to be firm. And I said no for a reason. And I know that reason in my gut and in my heart, I meant no, I didn't want to go through with this. And so that that's something that I'm really holding on to now. If, if I'm saying no, there's obviously a reason. Yeah. How about you, Jen? What, what are some uh, newfound beliefs, religions, thought processes? Man, last five years, there's been a bunch. I'm sure. There's been a bunch. I've learned to set boundaries. And then we've had topics on that. So I want to go on to something different. Mm-hmm. Um, I have said no to things that are the expectation of me, whether it be what people have placed on me, um, my upbringing, religion, you know, things like that. Uh, so it's really just to be self-thinker. And a promoter of that. Mm-hmm. And not to move forward with things that inside doesn't feel right. You know, so there are things that you're not quite sure, but you're like, okay, I feel pretty good about this. 70 to 80 and the rest is because it's really unknown. Right. So I'm going to do it. And then there are things that you just like, no, don't even yeah. do that. Don't go there. Don't think about it. And there's all these signs, red flags everywhere. And before I used to be that person where I would dare that. Right. Like, and so now I've just really learned to use wisdom and study for myself. And where, you know, when we were much younger doing um, things like working with youth, we've always said um, to study, to show yourself approved. And that's where I continue to stand. Yeah. And if I just don't know at the time, I don't know. I think we've all had those moments where we knew it was something that we shouldn't be doing um, or that it was for a wrong, wrong cause or wrong um, decision. And we just did it anyway. And we knew as soon as it was complete, I should not have done that. Yeah. (laughs) Another thing um, to, go on the other side of I, of I shouldn't have done that is man 
the things that you say yes to mm-hmm. um, and you like learn your lessons. And so when that thing comes around again, it's like, oh, I've done that. And here and here's how I move forward in this. Right. So resiliency in the last five years has been something I remember when I just used to always feel like stuck in a rut. Like, why do I keep going through the same things? Right. I've been here before. And it's just I feel life's way of saying this is an important lesson I need you to get. Right. I need you to understand so you can get on to the next um, floor, the next level. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to tell a story that both Jen and I had a experience with. And it was a situation where we've both felt compelled to follow through with something. And I'm going to tell you what that something is. I'm not going to leave you in the dark. And then someone encouraged us not to do it. And we did it anyway. And it turned out for the betterment because mm-hmm. of what we learned in the long run. And here's the story. So we were a part of this organization. And this organization was helping not only families and people, but we were involved with the youth group and working with the youth. And so this family came to us and said that they were in need. And it wasn't a surprise to us because every family there was pretty much in need. And so what we did was we gathered some resources and we gave them some of those resources. Uh We gave them some uh, money as well. And they thanked us heartily. And and I I don't know where this family is now. And I know that, that we helped them because we wanted to, not because we had to and not because we were on a guilt trip. It was truly from our hearts. And uh, they thanked us from their hearts. Well, the organization leaders found out about it and they reprimanded both Jen and myself saying that if we wanted to help other families to just give the resources to the organization be it money and they would handle it and they would handle it. (laughs) And we, we automatically Uh. (laughs) got a bad sour taste about that because that just didn't make a whole lot of sense. If you want to help them, just help them on your own. If we want to help them, we can, Mm. you know, this is a free country, so to speak. And so we can help as much as we want or as little as we want. And so what we found out later on down the road, which I'm glad we stuck to our guns, uh, stuck to our guns anyway. And, Uh, we found out that this organization was actually pocketing and keeping some of the resources. Oh man. Some of the money, probably a lot of the money. And so that's why they didn't want us to give directly to that family. They wanted to give them what they wanted and keep the rest. And so our guts had told us this was the right thing to do. Mm. And so that's one of those things that now we, we now hold true to if we feel like there's something we need to do or give to someone or help someone out or not help someone, we go with our gut opposed to trusting a system yeah. that is supposedly tried and, and true. Right. I think the important thing about going with your gut is, or at least I find this to be true when your heart's in the right place, those things just flow, you know? Oh like, yeah. So, with that being said, talking about learning a lesson over and over, and I think this is more me than it was you. In fact, I know it was more me than it was you. I was like, I'm not ready to leave this. This has been something that's been a part of me ever since I was little. It just feels weird to not. So we tried it again. And again. <laughs> yeah. and But see, I remember the lessons were shorter and yeah, shorter each absolutely. time. Yeah, they were. And 
And so that leads me to this topic of fear, right? Because here we are towards the end of the year, preparing for the new year. Um, and there are things that happen with fear where people literally don't move and stay in their comfort zone. Um, and so when I think of fear, I always think the opposite of fear, one might say is courage. And for me, it's been more of faith, right? So one of the questions I've really been thinking about is, as we all know, one of the things that us humans have in common is that one day we will pass away. Yeah. And when that day comes, if I had time or a chance to reflect, and why wait till then? Why don't we just do this reflection right now right. and imagine time forward, we're on that last day of life. And I always think, am I the person that I was meant to become? You know, like all those dreams, all the gifts and talents and skills that I've been given, what did I do with that while I was here? Right. And man, and I've shared this before, I get a little frustrated because there's um, speakers who say, you know, if you're in your 20s, your 30s, you can still do it. You still got time. And yeah, I'm saying this again because I don't know if you listening did not hear this one episode. And, and you know, there's even motivational speakers that say 40s, you're still good. And I want to say that if you're past that age, um, you're still good. You know, like, don't give up and think, oh, my time's almost up. It's too late. No way. No way. No I, and we're way. right here with you. There's still so much that I want to do and need to do, right? So let's talk about fear real quick, Corey, mm -hmm. if sure. that's okay. Absolutely. So how has fear worked in your life, whether it be to attain something you wanted or to keep you from attaining um, that's, that's a complicated question for me. And I'll tell you why real briefly. Um, I don't operate in fear or out of fear very often. And when I do, it's because it's something that's threatening my family or a loved one. Um, I don't know what it is about me that once fear hits me about me, I get this abundance of energy and courage mm. because I then realize at some point in time during that thought process that my life is not my own anyway, and I'm going to lose this life at some point in time. If that be now, then so be it. And, and not that I'm looking forward to death, but that's just what happens when the fear really kicks in. I, I just, I'm not concerned about it anymore, but when it comes to my family, when it, when it comes to my, my loved ones, I don't want to see them hurt. I don't want to see them affected. Um, and so that's where I may operate a little bit different. Uh, that makes sense. Now, before we go forward, I just want to say that I don't think fear is a bad thing. No. I think actually fear makes you and pushes you to do things. It does. Or, or it causes you to do courageous acts because, like you said, fear of any harm to your family will cause you to move forward in certain ways that maybe you didn't, right? So I want to make that very clear that I'm talking about the fear that paralyzes you because whether it be a fear of failure, of rejection, fear of risk, right? And so that has come up for us 
um, lately, fear of change, right? Fear of dealing with the anxiety. I know for me, I ran away from me for years because I feared. Ooh, say that one more time. You ran what? I ran away from me <laughs> for years. That's crazy. You know, it's like I wasn't that person who could not be in quiet, who could not be still because I knew what I would have to face if that moment came. Yeah. So I kept myself busy. I kept myself up to other people's standards. I allowed things um, because of that fear. Right. And what I love is when you face that fear and it's the fear of the unknown, it's those moments that become the most impactful, the most meaningful in your life. And again, I'm speaking from my perspective. Oh yeah. Right. So, um, where before, you know, when life changes would come, I kind of just bow down and say, okay, that's what it is. And this is what you need me to do. So I'm going to do it. Right. And it's one thing to now be in control of how I react to change. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And so I could go on and on about fear. And what I love about this too is based on what your belief system is, we absolutely respect this mine there's a, a Bible verse that I love that it says, perfect love casteth out all fear. Yeah. And that can be translated based on the person reading it and how it inspires them. For me, it's, let's say, for example, I mean, you and I are a work in progress. And as much as I love our love, it's not perfect. Right. And then there are moments, though, when... I am fearful or I'm doubtful that you as a person who's my husband and who's looking out for me encourages me to, you know, let's go ahead and deal with that fear and still go forward. Right. But perfect love comes from above. And so when that becomes something that is present in your life, um, it's just, it's a whole nother experience. I agree. I agree a hundred percent. And I don't have a lot to add on to that. You know, very well said. Thanks. Okay. I'm looking <laughs> at you all now, what? Because I feel like I just said a mouthful. I had said, Corey, what I think the opposite of fear is. What do you think it is? What do I think the opposite of fear is? Um, loss of control or gain mm. of control. The opposite, right? Opposite fear. So you're saying being in control. Yeah, you gain control. And once you, and, and I've experienced this firsthand. Yeah. Um I'm I'm not I'm not gonna get into too many details, but I was working at a particular job where I was being heavily bullied, heavily pushed around by uh an upper management individual. Mm -hmm. And once control was given back to me by higher management than him, the fear left mm. because I was no longer afraid of losing my job. I was no longer afraid of being bullied and hurt. And, and you say, well, man, you're a pretty big guy and you're pretty, but again, when, when you're threatening my livelihood and that's sure 
in regards to my family and how mm. I'm going to feed my family, how I'm going to take care of my family, how my family is going to view me. Yes. You know, you find yourself in a really strange situation because you just you're doing things that you never thought you would do. You're, you know, as you said, bowing down in situations where you should not be bowing down. You're accepting ridicule and, and persecution that you should never put yourself in. No, no one should put themselves mm -hmm. in, you know? And so, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's gaining control. And that control allowed me to say, stop. We're not going any further in this. I'm done. Right. And it was done just like that. No questions asked full stop. Yeah. Yeah, man. And, and that's a powerful thing. And it, probably should be another episode another topic but when we're talking about that in a workplace that's why it's so important to number one have psychological safety and trust built and then that sense of belonging is so huge i mean it saddens me to know that you had that experience and that people experience that today where they lose their voice because they need their jobs to feed family to keep the lights on to keep a roof over their head and so because of that they don't say what needs to be said it was funny because Corey, we were just talking to our son nathan our middle kid yeah and i <laughs> man <laughs> talk about no fear yeah this this man is no joke about speaking his mind. And it's amazing when you share experiences with one another, how much you can learn. Yeah. And when I heard him talk, I said, I want courage like that. I want to be able just to say, this is on my mind. This is how I'm experiencing this. And I want to share it with you. Right. So long story short, he has to work overtime and, so you're mentally prepared, but when you go, he goes into work, there's no work. None. And when he does get work, it's like all over the place. Right. So I love when he took the initiative to go ahead and write down all the things that were off and then go to his manager and say, Hey, here's what I'm facing. And you expect me to have productivity of X. Well, I'm not going to hit X or even half of X because of, yz and into abc right, right right and when he was walking to his manager the other manager was there who impacted his the quality of work he was receiving right and instead of him saying oh i'm not gonna do this it's gonna be awkward he said, i don't want to offend <laughs> this is a prime opportunity to have this conversation <laughs> right i'm glad you're here <laughs> and they spoke to him and I, I actually respected the way they conversed with him. Yeah. You know, they didn't say, well, you're not, you're out of, you're out of line. You're out of place, right. out of pocket. No way. So I just, I really love that courage. And, and he said, you know, he has coworkers coming to him and complaining. He's like, well, why don't you just go to management? Well, they're scared. Yeah. They don't want to go. And so we had a conversation with him about that. Cause in his mind, he's like, why are you scared? Just say it. Just say what you got to say. Well, and, and I'll, let me, let me say this real quick. And I know we got to get wrapping up, but you know, when you're, uh, what is it, Nate? 26. Mm, yeah. 26 with no children, no yeah. wife. Yeah, that's true. The gamble is not that big. Right. <laughs> you know, um, and so I'm not minimizing his 
bravery and boldness. I, I think it's something that it's great that he's learning it now as a young man. But just remember, as we progress in life, you know, there are more things now on the plate. If you if if that boss should say you're out of line and I don't yeah. appreciate this, as a matter of fact, go ahead and go home right now. Right. If you're 50, that impact is a lot different than 26. Sure. And so there's a there's a reserve that kicks in like that reserve is heavy then it's like whoa 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 whoa. okay bad timing i won't mm-hmm. have this conversation right now but what i will say is that i'm proud of him and i'm glad that he did take that line now as a young man so that he can begin yeah. to negotiate how he will act uh in the future that's right and i told him remember these things because if and when, if your if your aspirations are to be in management, and I think he'd make a wonderful leader, by the way, um, these are the things that he's going to remember. Yep. And I get excited over that when you see these moments that are going to be so huge in his experiences that he takes with him moving forward, right? So we're going to end with this question and think about it. You know, don't just let this pass you by, but we've got 60 more days pretty much into the rest of the year. And I'm going to ask myself too, Corey, I'm going to ask you to join me, um, is what would I do if I wasn't afraid? And I, right now, my mind is just, let me, let me list the different things that I would do. Right. (laughs) That's pretty deep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take a stab at that one at some point. Same. That's something I'm going to be thinking about into November. So let's just real quick celebrate some wins into the uh, the first third of our 90-day. You and I, Corey, have made plans to really go through some things in our house and purge and clean and organize and get things in order. And I love that. Almost every weekend outside of the weekends that are fully booked, right. we've done that. We um, sure have. Oh, and it's been beautiful and it feels good. It feels good to make progress. It feels great to act on things. So if you have something on your list and you haven't gotten to not one, get to one. Just one. Just one. And watch what that does for you tomorrow. Get to one, maybe plus one, starting on the next one, something like that. And it'll start to build. And, you know, Corey, we actually committed to making our bed every morning. And that's something like, what? Like, what? That That's such a no big deal thing. But it is because you're starting your day off with checking it off, with organizing, with making things feel like, ah, oh, yeah, I did this and, and the room looks good. Yeah. So whatever it is, we're rooting for you. Um, we hope that this has done something for you in your day. It's a, it's the beginning of the week. We're hoping this episode has elevated you because you know us to take the elevator. We say, look up and let's elevate. elevate. Every day.